Hello, friends. My name is Denise Renner. I'm so excited about being with you today and talking about people whose lives have absolutely been changed by the presence of God. God changed their identity. He, he gave them an assignment and he gave them the power to do it. Isn't that just like our God? He comes with his presence and he makes changes in his life, in our life. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, it says, As we behold him like in a mirror, we're changed from glory to glory. You see, every time that you spend time worshiping God, or you spend time in his word, or you spend time with people who love him and you pray together and you experience his presence together. Every time he's changing you from glory to glory, that's because you're looking at him. That's what that, that verse says. So it's true as we spend that time with him, he's changing us. And I've been talking to you about people whose lives were absolutely changed. And today I want to talk to you about them some more because I've heard from some of you and God's doing, encouraging you. You've said, I didn't know I could do it, but now I know I'm pressing through. I'm pressing through my own doubts. I'm pressing through unbelief. I'm pressing through sickness. I'm pressing through the opinions of others and I am going to do it. And that Bible says that there's a power on the inside of us. And when, when we spend time in his presence, it stirs up that power on the inside of us and it makes us unstoppable. You have the power of God in you that's unstoppable power. And I wrote a book just recently and I cannot wait to talk to you about it. It's called Unstoppable, Pressing Through Fear, opinions of others or offense. Have any of those tri things tried to stop you? I've met up with a few of those things and they came with me with their power to try to stop me. The devil trying to stop you. He's intimidated by what's inside of you and he doesn't want you to go forward. He doesn't want you to get over that offense. He doesn't want you to overcome fear because with those things, he can stop us from moving forward and running our race and affecting other people's lives. Oh, I want you to have this book and I give myself as example several times in here how God has I pushed through and God's encouraged me more and more and more to be unstoppable. And you have that power in you. That holy presence on the inside of you is unstoppable. And I also want to offer to you this 10-part series. It's powerful women, 10 powerful women that God's presence touched them. And they were never the same after that. And God did miraculous things through these 10 women in the Bible. And it comes with a study guide. And also, we're talking a lot about women. This book, All the Women in the Bible. I love this book. And I just want to read to you one little thing he said about Bathsheba. He wrote, 
when we brood over sins, God has said he will remember no more against us. We actually doubt his mercy and rob ourselves of spiritual power and progress. If we hang on to the sins of the past and we feel guilty for the sins of the past and we don't trust Jesus that his blood was enough, we're robbing God of bringing us into another place and robbing him of showing us his mercy. You don't want to do this, but I recommend that book to you to encourage you. Well, I can't wait to get started with this teaching, so stay with me. Did you know that when you spend time with the Lord, or maybe you're in church and God's presence comes upon you, or in the auditorium, or you're reading your Bible, or you're meditating in the Word, and God's presence is there, did you know that it's changing you? That's the power of God's presence. And I want to read to you in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, and it says, But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. When we spend time with Him, we're looking into that mirror. It says that we're looking unto Him. And when we look unto Him, He's changing us by His Spirit into His image. And the Bible says, from glory to glory. Oh, I want to encourage you. Spend as much time as you can with the Lord in his word, listening to other preachers, talking with other people about Jesus, praying with others, because every time you do and his presence is there, you're changing. You know, in the day that we're living in right now, we need, we need this power. God's been speaking to me lately that for us to have this victory, we need to be with him more. We need to be more affected by his word. We need to seek his presence more. We need to have more private worship with him because it's going to empower you in this life. And I want to talk to you about how powerful God's presence is. It was for Jacob. It was for Hagar. It was for Gideon. It, it, was, it was for Rahab. Their lives were altered, completely altered by the presence of God. When God's presence came on each one of those people, he changed their name. He changed their identity. He gave them assignment, and he gave them the power to do it. You see, when, friend, when God looks at you, 
He doesn't see you like you see yourself. Maybe you see yourself as, oh well, I'm just, I'm, I'm just making it. I, I'm a struggler, or I'm just doing this, and I'm doing pretty good. Oh, he sees you as a conqueror. He sees you. He sees the Spirit of God in you. He sees Jesus inside of you. And when his presence comes and we say, Lord, you're showing me who I really am. Well, in the Old Testament, when his presence came, he was showing them, this is who you really are. For Jacob, who was a, a swindler, a trickster, a deceiver, he stole his the birthright from his brother. He deceived his father. He was rightly called that. But when the presence of God came to him, because he was getting ready to face his brother, and that's in Genesis. It's in Genesis chapter 32. Amazing thing happened. Jacob, he wrestles with an angel or some scholars say he was wrestling with Jesus, having a conversation with this angel. And this angel says, your name is no longer Jacob. Your name is no longer swindler, trickster, but your name is changed. Your name is changed to the Israel of God, the Prince of God. What a change. And in that time when he, he was with God at that moment, he took away all that fear out of Jacob's heart. The Bible says in the next chapter that Jacob went down to meet Esau. He bowed before him seven times. They had a great reunion because when Jacob was met with the presence of God, it took away all the fear. I want to show you one verse. In verse 30, Jacob, Jacob says, For I have seen God face to face. When I read that, I thought, If we see God face to face, how could we ever fear anything? And that says to me, friend, the more time that we spend with God on purpose or we're in church and the presence of God comes and we acknowledge his presence, if we are being plagued with fear, if the devil's trying to make us fearful about anything, being with God overcomes that fear. The Bible says in 1 John, perfect love cast out fear. Well, when you are spending time with Jesus, you are spending time with perfect love. And perfect love cast out fear. And that's what it did for Jacob. Well, what about Hagar? Hagar, she was an Egyptian. Sarah told Abraham, go sleep with Hagar. Hagar gets pregnant. Hagar becomes despised in Sarah's eyes. The Bible says that Sarai, she deals harshly with Hagar. We don't know what she did. It just says she deals harshly with Hagar. 
She could have beat her. She could have put so many chores on her, maybe to cause her to lose the child. We don't know. But so much fear came in Hagar that the Bible says that she ran. And when she ran, there was an angel. And the angel began to talk to Hagar. And the angel said to Hagar, you're carrying a son and his name will be called Ishmael, which means God hears. Then, because God heard her in her affliction. Then the angel told about this boy that was going to be born. And in verse 13, then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees. Now, I think that's amazing that she called him the God who sees. Have you had experiences with God where you said, God, you know I'm in trouble. You know I'm afraid. You know things are bad. But God, as, as I spend time with you, I see that you're the God that sees. You're the God that cares about me. You're the God that cares about sparrows that fall from a tree. How much more, God, do you care about me? And then she said something amazing after that. She said, have I also seen him who sees me? Hagar's life was altered when she saw God. She saw God. This was such, such a huge experience that she even named the well. And the name of the well she called is, it was called Be'er Lahai Roy, which means well of the one who lives and sees me. It changed her life forever. Well, what about Gideon? Oh my, Gideon, Gideon, he sees himself as the weakest of his tribe. He was from the weakest tribe. He sees himself as the weakest in the tribe. But when he has an experience with God, when he meets with the presence of God, his identity changes. And in Judges chapter 6, I, I want to read to you what he says. So he said to him, O oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. He's changing his identity. Gideon sees himself as from the weakest tribe and the least in his family. But that's not how God sees him. God sees him a man of valor and a man of might. When God's presence comes, he changes our identity. He gives us an assignment and he gives us the power to complete the assignment. So Gideon, he 
somehow starts to believe. He argues a lot. And I want to tell you what he said. So, so Gideon says, I'm not. And God says, yes, you are. Gideon says, you're not with me. God says, yes, I am. Gideon says, I can't do this. God says, yes, you can. Gideon says, I am weak and the weakest. God says, you are mighty. Oh, go back and read it in Judges chapter 6. It's an amazing story. He argued and argued with God, but God kept telling him who he was. And Gideon finally took on that identity and the power that God offered him. And Gideon, with 300 men, defeated 20,000 men. His life was changed, altered forever by the presence of God. And what about Rahab? We talked about Rahab. Rahab was a prostitute. Rahab was one that, that's a cast out of society. Have you ever felt like that maybe you had so many problems that you couldn't be fixed? Or you knew somebody and you thought about them, oh, they're hopeless, they'll never change. But that's not God's view. Rahab was a harlot. The Bible calls her that over and over again. She was a prostitute. We would even say that she was dirty in her character. But when she understood that God was the God of heaven and the God of earth, something miraculous happened in her. She completely changed. And she changed so much that she became a good mother. She became the wife of one of those spies that she protected. She became the mother of Boaz. Boaz and Ruth, they had a son named Obed. Obed had a son named Jesse who was the father of David. What am I saying? This prostitute is in the lineage of Christ. God didn't see her hopeless. God didn't see her unchangeable. God saw through the ages and said, I choose her to be part of the lineage of the Savior of the world. I think it's so amazing. He even put Rahab in what we call in Hebrews chapter 11, the hall of faith. You can read it. It's men's names over and over again. Noah, Moses, Abraham, how they believed God, how they had great faith. And then there's two women in that chapter, Sarah and Rahab. It says Rahab believed God. Her faith was so great that she risked her life in saving those spies. She married one of those spies and she became a great mother. <laughs> I think it's a miracle story.
Brand, I think it's an encouraging story to say if we need to be in his presence more. You know, some people right now, they don't even go to church anymore because you're always watching online. And, but you can go to church. Maybe you're physically able to go to church now. Your church is open. Don't, don't just stay home. Go where the presence of God is. Go where the people of God are. Go with an expectant heart that God's going to change you in that presence. I can tell you right now, as these days go by, we need to become stronger in these days, not weaker. The Bible says that it's going to get more evil and more evil and that the love of many will wax cold. Why will the love of many wax cold? Because things get more evil and evil and evil around us. But if we're spending time with God, if we're reading his word, if we're meditating his word, if you're doing everything you can to be in a corporate setting with other believers and worship God, experience that presence. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, and we've already said it, that you're going to be changed from glory to glory. You see, God doesn't want to leave us just like we are because he's placed his spirit on the inside of us to change us from glory to glory. I've already told you how these people, Jacob, a swindler, a liar, a deceiver, he became the Israel of God, the prince of God, a prostitute. The presence of God came, she believed. She believed so much she risked her life. She became the wife of a godly man and a mother to a godly son and even include, included in the lineage of Christ. Can God take somebody who has a lot of problems, raised terrible, can God change them? He sure can. His power is that powerful. There's no person that God can't change. What about Gideon? Gideon had a terrible self-image. He said, I am from the weakest tribe. I'm the weakest one in my family. I don't know, God, how in the world you could ever use me. God said, no, you're not. You're the mighty. You're a man of valor. And he believed it. He received God's presence. God's presence began to work in Gideon's heart and his mind. Gideon began to believe little by little who he really was. And with 300 men, he defeated 20,000 men. That's miraculous. Why am I repeating that again? Because we need to believe that no matter what's going on in our life, God can change us. God can make us better. God can heal us. God can free us. God can deliver us if we trust in him and we experience his mighty presence. Oh, I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you for your mighty presence right now. Wherever that my friend is listening, 
that your presence is there right now. If they felt like they were the worst or they were the weakest, by your presence, you're lifting them up to show them they're not the defeated, they're the conqueror. They're not the rejected, they're the accepted. They're not the tail, they're the head. Oh, Father God, help them to receive this truth into their heart, into their mind, and to let the presence of God touch them in a deep way right now. I pray that in the name of Jesus. God is healing somebody right now. His presence is so strong on you right now. You're reaching out your, with your faith and you're taking that healing right now. Just receive it right now. Oh, let me know what God's done in your life. Uh, we love you. We want to pray for you. Let us know how we can pray for you. We're there for you. It's been my privilege all oh, to bring this word to you. And I'll be right back. Women are powerful and very influential. But what kind of power and influence they have depends on what has happened inside their hearts. The Bible tells us of women like Jezebel, a woman who had no touch of God in her heart and used her influence to destroy her husband, her sons, and her nation. But the Bible also gives examples of women who were supportive, godly, helpful, and delivering. In this amazing 10-part series, 10 Powerful Women with Rick and Denise Renner, you will learn about an unnamed woman who changed history, a woman God radically changed, a woman who saved her nation, a woman who was delivered of demons by Jesus, a woman who gave her living room to Jesus, a woman preacher in the New Testament. Whether you are a man or a woman, this powerful series will help you embrace who God wants you to be and is available in digital or physical format starting at just $20. In addition, we are also offering you the book, All the Women of the Bible. The world needs men and women to embrace their God-given destiny and to make a difference in the lives of those around them. This book is filled with examples of 400 named and unnamed women of the Bible, and it is amazing. We know it will be a blessing to you. This insightful book by Herbert Lockyer can be yours for just $19. Don't miss this special offer, this series, 10 Powerful Women, and the book, All the Women of the Bible. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Oh, friend, thank you for being with me today. Wasn't that teaching amazing? How we can look at all those people in the Bible and because they got a word from God, because they had his experience, because they had his presence, their life absolutely changed. Some of their names changed. What does God want to do in your life? I promise you this. He does not want to leave you the same. He does not want to leave me the same. He wants us to keep going forward and experience more of life in Him. And I want, I want you to order my book, Unstoppable, because it's going to encourage you not to stop when somebody offends you. Forgive. Not to stop if you're plagued by fear, but spend more time with God because perfect love casts out fear. Not to stop if, if you have sickness in your body and it's intimidating you. Not to stop. Don't give up. Be unstoppable. 
Oh, I just enjoyed being with you so much. Please let us hear from you. Please let us know how we can pray for you. It's our privilege, our delight, our joy to pray with you. And it's been my privilege, great privilege to be with you today. And I'll see you next time.